0: Welcome to Flawedcast, episode number 46. All along the watchtower. Flawdcast.
1: Flawdcast!
2: Get in the arena. Woo! America,
0: America! There must be some
2: kind of way out of here. Say the joker to the thief. What's up, with Willie? Will? Jason. What's good? And... Here's Johnny. Hey, gentlemen.
0: Good morning. Good, good evening. Morning. Good afternoon, and good evening. Just in case I don't see you. Oh,
2: there you go. Yeah. Well, I, I it, like, it's like the either.
1: it's the three amigos again. Yes, once, actually, once again. i was just thinking that this, the three amigos. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the tagline. <laughs> yeah, wherever, right. wherever injustice prevails. Yeah, three I don't. Amigos.
2: It, it's been years yeah. since I as I've seen that. So. Wow, can you believe we're 46. 46. Jeez,
1: my oh, goodness. I, I thought it was seven.
2: Um, I don't know what that means, but okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> I think I reference the fact that I've only been around for seven of them. So. Oh,
2: okay. There you go. Well, anyway, with- the best ones we've done have been the last seven. So,
1: yeah. Um. Yes. Anyway. Nice recovery. Yes, thank you. Anyway, so I want to
2: thank everyone for tuning in again. And as always, we want you to make sure you subscribe. As of right now, Facebook, Instagram, sometimes Twitter, Parlor, Gab, Flawed Inc., Flawed Inc. CLE. You can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts, Flawed CLE, Flawed Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Make sure you hit the bell. We release episodes every Friday. And Jason had an announcement he wanted to make. This is... A commercial brought to you by Jason Santee for
0: Donald Trump. Donald, Donald, Donald.
2: More God. No, I thought you actually had something you wanted to say. No, Bill, you have something you want to say. Well, yes. Actually, I do have an exciting announcement. Johnny. I made a huge step forward in my book today. Uh, I have everything submitted, paid for, and it is currently under review with the United States Copyright Office. That might not seem like a big deal to you guys, but trust me. That's a big deal.
0: The only problem is the Copyright
2: Office is closed due to covid the next 72 weeks. You know, the interesting thing is is that there's nothing the government can do that the private sector can't do cheaper, more efficiently, and way more productively. And anytime I deal with any government organization, I just think that's just the case. So it's taken me weeks to get a hold of somebody to actually help. But nonetheless, that should hopefully be coming soon. Once that copyright goes through, everything else is ready to go. The books, the audio, the e-format. Did you you already record the audio? Yeah, it's all done. I'm locked and loaded, ready to go. Bad man. Hey, I'm, I'm not messing around. I want all three of you out there to, to buy a copy. <laughs> man repair man, Manual. the man with no name. Very, very lifelike. Very lifelike. Anyway, so once again, thank you. Please share if you like what we're doing. You we know, one thing that we're learning is that a lot of our stuff is getting blocked, and a lot it is. And I know, but, Bill, you only talk about if you like what we're doing. How about the people that don't like what you know? Give them a voice too. No, well they, I we have been we've been highlighting last several weeks the the individuals that have gone out of the way to tell us they're disdain for us and
0: breaks my heart. Yeah,
2: well, breaks my heart, my achy breaky heart. But I don't really think you understand, or they don't care. I don't know. But nonetheless, we want to just thank you guys. Please, if you like what we're doing, share. This is how we grow. We want to expand and, in the arena. and yeah, continue to do this. So, What do we got, man? As our tradition, before we get into the tape around the head and the Santee sound off, we're going to do the Pledge of Allegiance. I think this is what's been really triggering people more than anything else. But Then let's trigger them. I'm, All right. Uh, that
1: and more God. More God. More God. Ready? I, I pledge allegiance to the flag of, of the United States, States of America, America and, and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation. Under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All
2: right, great. So one of the things that kind of came to me is that the reoccurring thought that things are happening at an exponential rate. All of our episodes, we keep pointing them out. You go onto any kind of social media platform, you know that the Stockholm Syndrome, the cult brainwash behavior is sweeping across our nation now you know once it was regulated mostly to our major metropolises and now smaller cities like kenosha rochester are starting to swallow the blue pill wholeheartedly and we tried to shift gears we did i did but what i realized is that i'm i can't like, the fight is being brought to us, and we're going to talk about being a watchman, talk about as watchmen, which I believe God's appointed, at least us, to a certain degree, we have to warn people. We have to just be like, listen, there's a couple scenarios that can play out. There's one that's going to suck, but there's one that's going to suck even worse. There's and no...
0: It's the big there's suck. There's the really big suck.
2: <laughs> then, there's, then there's... the That really sucks. Then there's a Kamala, Kamala Harris suck. Which is the
0: biggest suck of them all. Hey, man, she realized if you want to move up, you got to go down. (laughs) It's kind of like they said in Cars. Sometimes you got to turn left to go right. Oh, my God. Turn right to go left, whatever. She realized if I want to move up, I got to go down.
2: (laughs) Okay. So we're talking about the idea of being a watchman, and we are pleading. When you hear this, my estimation is... That's going to be 44 days from the election. Month and a half from the election. T minus so- 44. And we got some Bible verses, as we do. We're going to go over the scripture, Ezekiel 33. And, we, you know, I've been doing a lot of study of exotology, the the end times. And I was going over this, and it really arrested me. These couple of scriptures, and this is, you know, Ezekiel as a watchman. I don't know which one of you guys want to read this. Should we... Paper, rock, scissors. Paper, rock, scissors. Shoot. <sighs>
0: Gotcha. All right. Twice well. I've lost. Yeah. Right. I think this is huge. Lost. I think my hand's rigged. Yes. Could be. It's weighted. Maybe, I think maybe so. Maybe he
1: just wanted to drink his refreshing beverage while I read. The world will never know. I know. Ezekiel 33 knows. An NIV version says Ezekiel, a watchman. The word of the Lord came to me Son of man, speak to your countrymen and say to them, When I bring the sword against a land and the people of the land choose one of their men and make him their watchman, and he sees the sword coming against the land and blows the trumpet to warn people.
2: Just going to touch on a couple of things real quick. So I love the idea how God's talking to Ezekiel and he says, Ezekiel, warn your countrymen, right? So Ezekiel's position as a watchman, which God appointed him to say, hey, uh, Israel, <laughs> you may want to take a look. There's some heinous stuff
1: on the horizon. So continue it on. Verse 10. Son of man, say to the Israelites, this is what you are saying. Our offenses and sins weigh us down and we are wasting away because of them how then can we live say to them as surely as i live declares the sovereign lord i take no pleasure in the depth of the wicked but rather that they turn from their wicked ways and live turn turn from your evil ways why will you die o people of israel
2: All right, so I think that's kind of self-explanatory, meaning there is salvation in regards to turning from the sin that so easily entangles us. We're using specific scriptures in this because it's a long chapter, but basically Ezekiel saying, hey, this is what's going on. In this regards, he's not going to talk about a physical threat, but it's also a spiritual threat. And it's important to note people think God's just this really grumpy dude sitting on the cloud with a thunderbolt waiting to throw at somebody who messes up. that was Zeus. Okay. It could be. But uh, you know, either way, when it says here that the sovereign Lord takes no pleasure in the death of the wicked. There's a tendency, I think, for us, like I look at some people like this person's pure evil. They need to, you know, last episode we talked about Dante's ninth circle of hell. <laughs> you know, but God so doesn't cold it burn. That's right. But God doesn't do that. He doesn't take he, like none of this, the warnings, none of this, hey, this is gonna happen, people get hurt. People die, whatever the case may be. He doesn't necessarily take the light in that. And that's the important thing to take from this.
1: I concur, Sir William. Moving on to verse 17, it says, Yet your countrymen say, The way of the Lord is not just, but is their way that is not just. If a righteous person turns from their righteousness and does evil, they will die for it. And if a wicked person turns away from their wickedness and does what is just and right, they will live by doing so. Yet you Israelites say, The way of the Lord is not just, but I will judge each of you according to your own ways.
2: There's a lot that one can take out of this in regards to our current atmosphere. climate. Yeah, atmosphere, climate. And I think, and we talk about this a lot, like in regards to the study of the eschatology and times. I'm not prognosticating anything there. I'm just saying that these are what the scriptures say. You know, in Matthew 24, Jesus himself says, In the end days, the love of most will grow cold. The love of many will grow cold, depending on the translation. And when it talks about a righteous man turning to evil, evil, right? Then there's the evil man turning to righteousness, which I want to emphasize the whole point of this, that as watchmen, as people who are observing, and we have somewhat of a, a platform, uh, I guess, we have the responsibility to inform people. This is what's going on. You're not going to hear this on the three-letter news networks, and Fox is just as bad as the other one. so if you're clinging to them well, for any... They're
1: three-letter news network. I call them Disney-lite. Yeah, well,
2: anyway, there's the reality that's being spun and force-fed, and then there's a reality that is more factual and truth-based. We want to try to give you guys that reality. So, understanding the idea of a watchman saying there's stuff coming, the opportunity to escape is there. The opportunity to stand up, to grow a spine, get some grit is there. That hour hasn't escaped us yet. However, that hour is rapidly approaching us. Now, Mm -hmm. I do want Jason to read this
1: because he can pronounce the the name.
2: A lot of you guys know I I love Infowars. I love Alex Jones. Please try to support them on a side note. And if you like the show, there's no way you can't like that news network. But the only reason I bring that up because Carlos Zapata, who his speech went viral in Shasta County, he was on and he gave an interview. It was like a 45 minute interview. It was like, um, I felt my spine stiffen. I felt, you know, the the grit as I heard this guy. And uh, what he's about to say, there's a little two, two and a half minute speech. It's gone viral. I listened to it and we're going to read it. And there's a spirit behind this that resonates in regards to the idea of being a watchman, looking at what's coming and speaking to people to say, wake up, take note. So,
0: Tonight, Jason Santee on WWBCC Flawding TV.
1: Willie News. Get in the arena.
0: Carlos Zapata, speech to Shasta County. I wasn't going to speak. I was asked to speak here. How are you, Sheriff? Good to see you. You know, I'm pretty appalled at what's going on. At first, we sat as concerned citizens, and we all wanted to best figure out how to navigate our way through this whole COVID thing. As we realized that it's not quite as dangerous as we thought it would be, I was absolutely appalled at the cowardice. You know, as you're sitting there with your masks on, and I don't blame you for wearing masks because I'd be hiding my face too if if I was you for what you're doing. This is absolutely horrendous what you're doing to these people. I'm a business owner, and I'm telling you, our families are starving. You guys can sit here with your jobs. You can sit, and you're going to get paid. You can fall asleep in your chair like that gentleman's doing behind his mask right there. And I'm telling you right now, right now, we're being peaceful. And you better be happy that we're good citizens, that we're peaceful citizens. But it's not going to be peaceful much longer, okay? And this isn't a threat. I'm not a criminal. I've never been a criminal. But I'm telling you, good citizens are going to turn into real, concerned, and revolutionary citizens real soon. And nobody else is going to say that. I'm probably the only person that would have the balls to tell you what I'm going to say right now. And we're building, and we're organizing, and we'll work with law enforcement or without law enforcement. But you won't stop us when time comes because our families are starving. If you don't hear the seriousness in my voice, I hope you open your ears and you absolutely listen to what I'm saying. This is a warning for what's coming. It's not going to be peaceful much longer. It's not going to be rah-rah. It's not going to be speeches. It's not going to be gather outside and say the Pledge of Allegiance. It's not going to be waving flags. It's going to be real. When you have seen the things I've seen, I went to war for this country, and I see the ugliest, dirtiest side of humanity. I've been in combat, and I never want to go back again. But I'm telling you what, I will to save this country. If it has to be against our own citizens, it will happen. And there's a million people like me, and you won't stop us. Open the country, let our citizens do what they need to do, let owners of businesses, businesses do what they need to do to feed their families. Take the masks off. Quit masking and muzzling your children. The psychological damage that you're doing to them is horrible. I've had six friends kill themselves since this has happened. Veterans that have lost their jobs. How do you feel about being complicit and perpetrating that? The greatest hoax ever perpetrated against American people, and you're a part of that by wearing your masks in Shasta County. We're supposed to be red country up here, not blue country. We're red country up here. You guys know that. You claim to be conservatives. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're all liberals. I don't know. But by God, we're Americans, and remember that. I mean, I just
2: heard what you said and i got goosebumps can you Get post a
0: link though you said you're posting a links you you should post a link to that I,
2: i'll post a link to the, the video it's just a video I, I if you've not seen it i'm surprised because it, it did go viral uh, well if you haven't if you have seen it click the link and watch it again i mean you do it justice i can hear as you were going through it whatever spirit or whatever influence that guy was delivering under it started to hit you because it's absolute veritas what he's saying this is the truth and like the gentleman said peaceful law-abiding citizens will be become revolutionary system. We're already
0: seeing, slowly, we're already seeing in some of these areas, some fighting back going on. Money! Money!
2: Go down for the city! Sound off.
0: In small bits. But what's going to happen is it's not going to be small bits. Because we're being attacked. We're that's... being attacked physically, and we're being attacked through our rights. We're being attacked so many different
2: directions right now, it's not even funny. Well, and that's the fine line that we find ourselves walking. Like, you asked
1: John and yeah, I— Yeah, I'm just going to read it. Well, you go ahead, Johnny. Well, no, I was just, Jason might as well repeat his question, because you asked us a, a question right when we first got yeah. here. Yeah,
0: so, a little background. I've taken the um, class for CCW, concealed carry, but I chose not to get the permit. This was— several years ago. Um, however you two both have taping class and both have your permits. to carry. Again, pretty weapons.
1: pictures and everything. So look at that. I got a driver's license and, and a, I got and a CCW, CCW. Yeah. and and
0: he's got a <laughs> and let your home is no I'm legally blind card too. to. <laughs> yeah. I think too. yeah. Ain't but, America great. <laughs> all right, we digress. So, the question I asked them and, and this is understanding How it works with CCW is, you know, with everything going on, I just watched a video in Pittsburgh where people are on a patio, because that's where you have to eat now, trying to have lunch,
1: and BLM rally goes by. Well, they're blatantly racist trying to eat their lunch on a patio like the privileged people they were.
0: So they're sitting there eating, and... A gentleman comes over and starts yelling at him through, with a bullhorn, where several people got up and walked away from the patio just left. Uh, but this older couple that was sitting there, a guy comes up and starts like yelling at him. And a girl walks up out of nowhere, grabs their iced tea or whatever it was, and just picks it up off the table and drinks it. And the wife is absolutely terrified. She's standing behind her husband. This couple, at least 70, I'm telling you. Um, I'm just like, are you kidding me? It was just unbelievable. So, and this is just two hours from us. So we've seen video after video after video of bystanders, citizens, minding their own business, getting assaulted, Mm -hmm. poked, prodded, verbally assaulted, whatever, all sorts of things, right? So I asked these two gentlemen, I said, Bill, John, you know, you're carrying and you're sitting there having lunch and some guy walks up and starts verbally assaulting you, maybe even slaps you in the face, knocks your glasses off your table because that happens all the time too. You know how do you hold? Because you can't, you can't fight back with your CCW unless you're like. I mean, you can't pull the gun, but you can't fight back either. Because then, if it gets to the point where it's escalates, escalates, and you pull your gun, now you can be looked at as well. I no escalating. Back, there's no well, backing
2: it. down from that. I'm going to say this before we go and any it's further. It's terrifying. We, we are not legally responsible for anything that we say. If you take our advice, please seek what your state's CCW laws are. Please seek what your state's uh, well, laws and you are. And, that, and you don't even have be, to answer the well, question. No, but because it could be rhetorical. People well, think Of course about it's though. rhetorical, but there's some simple protocol that can take place, and I would say should take place. The first thing is, if you're approached, take your phone out, start filming. The second thing I would say is let whomever is talking to you, yelling, approaching you, however it is to let that person know you feel threatened that they are invading your private space and say this in a loud, direct voice. Mm-hmm. This, the reason is, so this not only are you going to have video proof, but you're also establishing witnesses. You're controlling the
1: narrative. Yes, but
2: if something were to happen and you have to go before a court of law, the fact that people are saying, I feel threatened by you and that there are witnesses being established bodes very well Mm -hmm. for you. You want to try to de-escalate the situation as much as you can and then try, if possible, to vacate the premise and to leave and hopefully nothing will happen. Mm -hmm. And that's probably the best advice I could say. Now, in regards to a situation where I would have to protect myself, my concern would probably be with whom I'm with. Yeah. Now, who you're protecting. Right. Now, if I'm with my aunt or, you know, friends that I would say, with all due respect, aren't able to protect themselves and their lives are being threatened, that changes everything. Um, and I'm not a tough guy. I don't want to be that way. Billy's likes to fight guy. No, I'm not. I, and I said this to people before. I hate that we're in these times. I hate that I feel like I have to carry. But this is the hour of history that we're at. Well, and this, this and is, this is, what is scares why scares
0: me real quick. I want to just make a comparison. Okay. So I've got children who are teenagers now. When I was a kid. Hmm. We had to do what? We had the tornado drill, right? We all ran in the hallway, covered your head. We did have a bomb drill, which I forgot about. You had to get under your desk. These are drills we practiced a couple times a year. Now they also added uh, an active shooter shooter drill, having to lock doors and all this. And it was unbelievable that my kids have to do that in their school, right? And then a school very close to us, uh, hop, skip, and jump from here. There was a school shooting mm-hmm. where I think three kids were killed, six were shot, three were killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chardon, yeah. yeah. Ohio. Chardon, yeah. Ohio. It was crazy when that happened. I, I just remember how I felt, and yeah. that's how I feel all of a sudden again in a different way. So where I couldn't believe that we had people going to schools and shooting kids. Right. And it's so hard for me to fathom that. Now, you have to literally have eyes in the back of your head and protect yourself because innocent bystanders, for the color of their skin...
2: Not even the color of skin, because I, I've seen white and black. and I don't Hispanic. care. I'm it's saying what? No, color of your
0: skin. I'm telling you. I'm watching these folks. No, I don't disagree, they're, but they're, it's... They're, it's they're, racist they are picking out certain
2: colors and they are attacking them watching the videos yeah. i know but i just just to be fair and balanced like fox claims to be but they're not it isn't regulated to one that river flows listen, right but i understand your point hold because on, on. there's a stop
0: i want to make sure i'm clear here the
2: people who are
0: the quote-unquote protesters activists these violent people are of all ah, races gotcha the okay. Yeah, The people they're focusing on are of one race. The human race. Gotcha. That's what okay. I'm trying to say. Because of the color of these people's skins, all these other folks that believe this are attacking these people. Okay. And you've got to have eyes in the back of your head for no reason whatsoever. Like, for nothing. Right? And Same that's thing where we the live. kids getting shot in the schools. Right? For no reason whatsoever. Kids in school, supposed to be a safe place, having fun with his friends, whatever. Goofing off, getting in trouble by the teachers, all that good stuff. And get shot and killed. Jeremy Pure Schoen. insanity to me. Okay? Yeah. People are sitting down having lunch, and people are walking over. Well, police officers are getting pelted with frozen water bottles, right? I mean, this is, this is all out. I mean, the, listen, we didn't, we're not starting. We didn't start. We're not starting this revolution, but I'm going to tell you who's going to end it. Well. Hey, John,
2: that's weird. That glass looks half full to me. Wow.
1: Now that you mention it, it is half full. Jason the question that you asked us unfortunately is now a question that if you're a responsible parent you have to have with your kids you have to preface that before they end up in school because they need to be ready in season like we talk about being prepared for whatever comes you can't just on the spur of the moment know what you're going to do unfortunately we live in a world now where you have to have these conversations if you're a responsible parent you That's need That's why my to kids, kids carry
0: it at school books that is books loads and loads of Well
2: you know one of the things you said I'm going to paraphrase the fight is being brought to us
0: 100% and These aren't protests. These are literally fights being brought to us. These are attacks.
2: Right. And so as being a watchman, pointing these things out, like what Carlos Zapata said was so right on and was so powerful because of the hour of history we live in, what we understand is is that we are living in lawless times. Now, we've talked about this in great details. We aren't necessarily a partisan podcast, but the Democratic Party, uh, Soros, the Clinton Foundation, a lot of these, if you trace them money, follow the money. You're going to see that these are the kind of people that are funding this quote unquote revolution. Now, the thing to be careful about are a couple different things. One, the lemmings, the sheeple, even though they're inflicting the pain, they aren't the ones that are orchestrating it. And, And I get it, but we have to be careful because we have weapons now that we can use that are safe in the respect of it's not quite at that point yet right? And people are like, well, we're going to get into a civil war. No, I don't think we're going to have a civil war. I think if we have any comparison, it's going to be to the Revolutionary War. Right. Okay. Now, that being said, we have the power to vote. We have the power to reach out to our elected employees as a citizen republic. These are the things we need to do. If you want your vote to count, listen to me right now. You get your ass to the voting booth. Do not send a mail-in ballot. If you are invalid, you can't make it. You get the absentee ballot. You request it. You go through the proper procedure because we said this before, the Dems are going to steal this. Last week, Jason talked about the coup, and they're doing this. They're doubling down. The encouragement to come out of this. Yeah, maybe Johnny should take the rest of these, because that's his role, but...
1: No, but but honestly, Jake, because we never really did, in essence, answer that question. We sort of did. There is no backing away from that point where you literally pull a trigger. So, I think we do need to be prepared for those situations before they come and know where your stance is. For me, personally, I think that probably 99% of the time it's some jerk trying to provoke a reaction because they want to make me the bad guy.
0: Well, it is, but this thing that gets me is there's no doubt there's these planted people and they stir things up and they look for the person that you are going to be able to tip, mm-hmm. right? The, the, they're looking for the person whose buttons the are going to be able to push. Can, yeah. Then all these other folks who aren't part of it come and they do the really bad things, the really evil things because they're... And that, other, that person who started it kind of like fades away. So this is the thing that kills me. I'm on Facebook, an acquaintance of mine made a post about, you know, the shooting that just happened in Kenosha, in Kenosha, right? The 17-year-old kid who killed, he killed three. Acquaintance made this post about this dude killing these people. And basically he said, the Second Amendment is not meant to be used against the people using the First Amendment. Right? Something like that, I think <laughs> is what he said. And I'm like, all right, wait a minute here. If you watch the videos... He's attacked, yeah. and he defends himself. Now, stop, pause. I want to rewind a couple weeks where, and I don't remember the gentleman's name, but he had he was killed. He had his head kicked in. He was in Portland, in right? In Portland. Yeah, and the he guy- and his girlfriend. Yeah, and he had literally had his head kicked in. They, they called him out of the truck. And he was yeah. literally beat to death. I mean, it was disgusting. Yes, they arrested the guy. They found him and arrested him. But what's there crazy is... There was like is, 10 people. This guy dying. What's crazy is, this acquaintance of mine, it's crazy that he didn't post anything about that
1: guy. No, but he lit Kyle Rittenhouse. And, up, and the thing he?
0: is, yeah, and he's talking about life wins, life always wins. I'm thinking to myself, how can you defend the protesters that he shot that were attacking him, but not say something about the protesters that beat some dude's head in and killed him two weeks prior? It doesn't make sense to me. If you're going to say, life first always then you know what say life first always in every situation don't pick and choose that just shows me right there that you're just listening to the freaking narrative see that i said freaking i'm proud of you yeah talk about sheeple it's unbelievable I, i can't wrap my head around a lot of people no, I know. they were loading up. his whole, the, Everyone's like, yeah, good job. Yes, I agree. I'm like, what the hell are you talking yeah. about? You agree? Uh, agree on what? He, this guy get his head kicked in like the guy did in Portland two weeks earlier? What is wrong our... with people? Let me ask you a question. Okay. Are you going to run at and attack a guy who's carrying an AR? I mean, how dumb do you have? Listen to me. Listen to me. There's a thing that I read a long time ago. It said, let's just take the warning labels off everything and let natural selection take care of everything. That's what just happened there, okay? That's natural selection. That dude's just dumb. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Darwin. He just ran and attacked. Darwin wasn't wrong. A guy with a freaking gun. That, the guy's got a gun out. And he runs at him and attacks him. That, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. He should be dead. Because yeah, he he's stupid. You are one pathetic. That's what I would tell that guy. I mean, seriously. I mean, literally, dude. That's like I don't know. I don't even know how to compare it to. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. We, we as exactly speechless. It's that's how stupid you, it is. Well, you, as you're, I you're
1: trying to you're trying to get us to extract intellect from insanity, and I don't know that we can really pull that. Well, no, that it's barrel. not
2: that. But you know, it's just
0: and trying after to. And then he shoots st- him, Two other dumbasses come running up and attack him again. The one guy didn't even know his armor. It's like, <laughs> oh nurse, how Those two got killed for it. Police. I mean, those three guys, Um, literally Darwin Award.
2: I hear what you're saying, and I understand. However, we have to let calmer heads prevail because it's like the bullying school trying to goat you into a fight.
0: Well, you know what I think we should do? I think you ought to plug in the Bat Light, and let's call for the
2: Batman. I'm... Not saying I'm Batman. All I'm saying is that no one has seen Batman and I together at the Batman. same place at the same time. I'm going to share a couple of things here. And Sir Edmund Burke, who I know that we've talked about before, he has a famous saying All that is necessary for evil to succeed is that good men do nothing. And it's a balance that we need to walk. It's something that we very much need to be mindful of. We need to be mindful of where we go, we need to be mindful of what we do. Who we're with what we say because you may be in a situation where things could happen. Now, this I would say goes above and beyond self protection, I would say this goes above and beyond our local municipalities or maybe a bigger metropolises. And if it isn't necessary to go there, maybe for a narrow window of time, avoid it if at all possible, just Sometimes to be on the safe the
1: side. to go to the west side market, just gonna take over. No, no I get it,
2: there. But, but right. I, I get it. However, you know, once again, if something does happen, call out your phone. Make sure you're threatening me. I don't feel comfortable.
1: Travel in packs. Travel in and packs. And have a dedicated phone person, and preferably the person who's not as competent with a pistola, can be your designated phone person. I'm your huckleberry. Try to de-escalate.
2: Don't let them get the better of you. We need to take very seriously the threats that the thinly veiled threats that the Democratic Party are throwing at our citizenry now. Mm-hmm. And they reek of desperation. Is what they rico right now. So I've told this many times. The idea of a scorched earth—they're going yeah. for the scorched earth policy. Right. We'll,
0: we'll, and with that said, what you just said before that—how you should handle the situation. Then you said scorched earth, and I will say this. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And that's what I'm hearing you say. Don't be the problem. Be mm-hmm. the solution. Deescalate. Well, well, don't allow them to, to win. And winning what, is what you're getting saying under is your don't your be
1: the nail,
2: be the hammer? Well, I'll say this. Folks, it, it's happening. You know, Sir Emman Burke, what is necessary for evil to succeed is that good men do nothing. These people have not been held to any kind of standard. They've not had any kind of accountability, whether it be legal, uh, whether it be morally you know, I heard a report today that Minneapolis has suffered over $500 million worth of damage. What's is it? sick. Uh, was it Seattle? Like $300 million. Like Portland, 160, million, $170 million. And there's no accountability. It's worse than no accountability. I understand. It's actually being promoted? Yes.
0: By athletes? Hmm. By actors? By, like, what, what do we call these people? Famous people, what do we call them? Um,
2: celebrities. Celebrities know best. It makes me sick. So, so another way that we fight back is, listen, cancel your NFL packages. Don't go to these games. Yep. Don't well, I mentioned Don't go to, to these earlier. movies.
0: Don't four buy their albums. From, don't go to their concerts. From the, from the day right now that we're recording this, we're four days away from the beginning of the NFL. I was a season ticket holder for the Cleveland Browns for 15 years.
1: Now that's a dedication,
0: folks. And I, am, I was a season ticket holder for the Indians. I also so had we, we a call package anymore. for the Cavaliers. And I have not watched a baseball game, and Indians are my favorite team. I did not watch a basketball game this year, and I said I wouldn't watch pro football. It's going to be hard, though.
2: Well, and this is how we fight back. We know that Nike has slave labor camps all over the world, primarily in China. So don't buy Nikes. God, please do Lord not God. vote Democrat.
1: And I hate being a partisan. I do because, you know, it's not partisan. This election, more than any other election ever, comes down to moral bankruptcy or just doing the godly thing, the right thing. I'm not even going to tell you Who to vote for I mean any common sense Practical person Can look at the facts And know what's right And what's wrong here Uh, Let me just say this Put Trump Put Biden aside This is basically
2: America Americana The citizen republic The constitution Versus the prototypical Mark of the beast Antichrist government system That we see Xi Jinping And China Already rolling out We obviously know Biden's in bed with China If he remembers that Um, You know Kamala Harris Will do whatever To whomever For whatever To advance her agendas There is there's no scenario where this looks good. We already know that Zuckerberg has come out and said anyone that announces that on election night Trump wins, they are going to be shut down. That is going to be automatically removed. The internal polls, not these polls that you see, the three-letter networks, but the internal polls show that Trump will win by a landslide. Between 60 to 70 well, percent of Hispanics are, are registered to vote for Trump. Over 50 percent of black people in
1: America yeah, are... Ag- residents in numbers.
2: Yes, and the And and I want to make it even
0: simpler, folks, and I've said this a million times. I don't know if I've said it on uh, our podcast or not, but there's no one who voted for Trump four years ago that's not going to vote for Trump again. I mean, maybe there's a few, but there's definitely people that are going to vote for Trump that didn't vote for him last time. My dead
2: cat, Sylvester
0: Will. Right. Right. (laughs) I'm just saying. I mean, just in the basic, with basic deductive reasoning. Critical thinking. Right? There's no way Trump can lose. There's no way people are not voting for Trump. And again, as someone who voted for Trump four years ago, I was more voting against Hillary and had my fingers crossed. And Trump straight up surprised the hell out of me. I mean, he has done some great. Yeah, man, we wouldn't be buddies. He gets on Twitter and says too much shit. Okay, I agree. But this guy has done so much for this country. It's unbelievable,
1: and for absolutely no gain. In fairness, if we're being fair and balanced, the other guy sniffs hair. I mean, he's got that going for him. How, how I, could he possibly lose this election? Every time I drive past a house with like, a, with, with fairly. a, a Biden-Harris sign on the lawn, I, it takes every fiber of my restraint to not, like, roll down my window and yell, wake up, you moron. Well, like, I, I don't understand. How, how can
0: I, you literally watch Biden, lost, look at Biden, all that, did, and, and we did, we not, just lost
1: YouTube and
0: say, you know what? This is who I want to be. Running the free world. Yeah.
1: are you kidding me? Well, listen. Hand the reins over to this. It,
0: one.
2: He can't even put together a sentence right now. It's sad that they even parade I, him out there. We've been saying now that you have, while we have a voice, while we're not completely silenced, while we still have the availability to go and peacefully protest, while we have the ability to petition our government for rights using the First Amendment, like your acquaintance was referring to. We need to speak up. Listen, you can bury yourself in your basement with the five years worth of rations, ten million rounds of ammunition. We need to do what Carlos Zapata did. Exactly. So I'm going to read a
1: a poem. Mr. Longfellow.
2: Speak your mind. By Martin. By Martin Niemler. And this is a famous poem. It's called First They Came For. So here we go. First they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for the communists, and I did not speak out because I was not a communist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. We need to speak. And even if if we don't... So many people, and this is why they're trying to get rid of history. I I know
0: that if you tell that to a group of people, they're going to say exactly what he said in those first three paragraphs.
2: Mm -hmm. You're crazy. The irony of it is is that... The communists tried to kill the Jews, and the trade unionists were, you know, what I'm saying here is you got a mishmash of people that don't necessarily belong. They're all at the same party, like, how the hell did you get here? But what the point is, is that it doesn't matter your affiliation. If you don't speak out for injustice, and you don't point out what's wrong, and call out BS when you can, while you can, there's not going to be anybody to do that for you. Don't let the machine get that big and powerful. That's what it comes down to.
0: It's like a merry-go-round. It takes a lot of momentum to get it started. But once that thing's moving, you just stand in one place and keep it going faster and faster. Yeah. And we can't let it get there. We can't let it get there. And that's what happened in Germany. That's how World War II started. And we can't allow it to happen.
2: Bringing it back to the idea of being a watchman, Johnny, uh, I want you to read this next one. It's Literature Night here at Flawedcast. Yes. This is a very famous poem of a very famous person who was a watchman for the colonial
1: army. Yes. So uh, This is Paul Revere's Ride by Sir Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Sorry. Um,
2: actually, sorry. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow was not a Sir, because he was a Amer- he's American, America. So, nonetheless, so, all right. I digress. Johnny, we, we, we digress. You're on.
1: It, it, it is by Plain Jane Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Okay. Paul Revere's Ride by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Born in the year eighteen o seven, the year of our Lord. Died in eighty two. Also the year of our Lord. Also the year of our Lord. <laughs> Listen, my children, and you shall hear of the midnight ride of Paul Revere. "'On the 18th of April in 75, hardly a man is now alive. "'Who remembers that famous day and year?' he said to his friend. "'If the British march by land or sea from the town tonight, "'hang a lantern aloft in the belfry arch, "'of the northern church tower as a signal light, "'one if by land and two if by sea, "'and I on the opposite shore will be ready to die "'and spread the alarm through every Middlesex village and farm "'for the country folk to be up and to arm.'" Except he was ready to ride. He was to ready to ride. He's, a, he's a ride or die. Um, <laughs> ride or die. <laughs> ride love or it, die. love nice. it. Love it.
2: Love it. <laughs> love it. So, basically, this uh, a short poem, and this is just about a fifth of it. Paul Revere in the Minutemen, who were men during the Revolutionary War, like it said, one up by land, two up by sea. That was the warning. So, if I got an AR
1: in case they're coming for me.
2: Basically, the, Paul Revere got on his horse and yelled, the British are coming, the British are coming in. You know, when the Minutemen heard that, they already had their gear packed, literally put their boots on, grabbed their rifle, their musket, and left so they could defend the merging union and the weapons of our war at this moment are our words. It is our logic. It is our emotion. It is understanding that God's heart. There's a famous quote that says, God loves drunkards
1: and Americans. Now I'm misquoting that, but it basically I have your quote, if you will. Yes. Yes. By Otto von Bismarck. That's is he related, related it. to Bismarck? I mean, cause that'd be pretty <laughs> sweet if he <it> was. <laughs> no, No, I don't think it is. Baby you. It says God has a special providence for fools, drunkards, and the United States. Yes, of yes. Fools,
2: drunkards, and the United States, of which uh, which we you, which we yeah, uh, yes. we
1: are all encompassing. And I, I'm sometimes all well, maybe not the drunkard part, but I'm sometimes the other two. And on I the take same care other. of the
0: drunkard
2: for you. Don't worry. I slip <laughs> off You're Daisy if you them. do.
1: Daisy uh, if you do. So. You know,
2: the idea that right now we can speak, we can protest, actual protest, we can gather, um, and we we need to understand that we are fighting tyranny. This is a warning to you who are listening. The time is near. The redcoats are coming. The redcoats are coming. Well, I feel like we didn't read this one quote here by Edmund Burke.
0: Can I
1: read that? Did we read that already? It was spun. Okay. The yarn was spun, but we can go over it again.
2: Yeah, go
0: ahead. Oh, we already said that? Oh, I missed it. All that is necessary for evil to succeed is that good men do nothing. If that doesn't tie to getting an arena, folks, that's what we're talking about. Get in the arena, and again, we're not talking about physical violence. We're talking about words right now. As Bill said earlier, that is our weapon right now. We need to fight back, just like the um, what do you call that? A poem or whatever by Martin Martin Niemler, Niemler, right? And and you just close your eyes and don't pay attention. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. It's not me. It's not here. It's not bothering me, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to say anything. Folks, that's not how it works. Let me tell you, that shit will come up and bite you. Well, We've the, seen it in the past. We've seen the history. We have
2: record of it. We see that it's happened time and time and time again. Unless you're a Holocaust denier, then that never happened. Yeah, and if you're... You know, anyway. Huh. <laughs> I'm not even getting to <laughs> I that. I know, but your point stands, which is you can hide in your basement. You can get your canned food and do all that, and I encourage you to. I And I, and I can't say how many people... That I've heard, uh, there's
0: acquaintances of mine, friends of mine, that are like, I just don't want this whole thing to be over. I, I, I just, if I ignore it, it'll just go away. Well, and I that's do too, this, but you can't. And this is right. what this Martin uh, Nimler yeah. is saying. That's yeah. what he's saying. He did. He just said, if I just turn my cheek, it'll all go away and everything will be okay. Exactly. Because there's no way this yeah. could actually happen. There's no way all these conspiracy theorists could
1: actually be there's right. There's no way they'll round up all these Jews and put them in some tank and, and you know kill them all that would never happen oh wait it did happen that that happened oh i I must have missed that it it did but
2: you know even even this week uh the ohio department of health and fema put a letter out you haven't read should scare the living poop poop out of you yeah because it didn't me and it comes back to like jason was saying and i get it i don't want to be here i don't want to endure these times but you know sometimes these things choose you you don't choose them but nonetheless if you're in your basement and you're hauled up now when the fight comes to your doorstep you you're not you'll shrink Yeah. And this is why it's so important. Every voice has to be heard. Every person that has a love of God, a love of country, and I'm sorry, I'm Mm going to say this, and this is going to be very controversial. If you claim to be a person of faith obviously we are christians but if you claim to be jewish a muslim you know whatever if you claim to be a person of faith yet you lock hands with this luciferian globalist pedophilic party the democrat party which is what to me they stand for i'm sorry i hate saying these but i'm just wondering where did you study who are you actually worshiping and I know, once again, the people who think Trump's my Lord and Savior, they're going to message
1: me, bring they, it, but... They don't freak out. Well, well hey, yeah. do you ever dance with the devil in the pale of moonlight? I know a lot of people who are right now. I know where I stand, I, and I feel great about it. If we're on controversial topics, we're talking about doing the right thing and saying something. I even, this even harkens back, and I know this is going to be extremely controversial, but do we all remember the story about David Koresh? Huh. I, obviously, I know that what he was doing is not condonable, and there were things that were happening that were definitely uh, not above reproach, but what happened to his community <laughs> shouldn't have happened. It, and we kept our shut them because we said well he's a psycho he's a psycho with a bunch of psycho people doing the wrong well, that's thing how they spun there. it we didn't know he Again, wasn't for a long that, exactly. time and, and that was exactly the same city, thing with Ruby Ridge since, and everything else ever exactly since yeah. the David Crush story which didn't sit right with me as a child I couldn't quite figure out I couldn't come to terms with why I felt a certain way about it It just didn't feel right. Ever since then, there's been that small little pierce in my heart of, well, my God, what's to stop that from happening to me? I go to a church. What's to stop them from coming to my door saying, we're a bunch of racist haters who all we want to do is... Well, listen,
2: if we're talking on a global scale, I mean, we're, we're looking at things in our American eyes. We're talking about a global scale. You know, people of faith, especially Christians, they're being executed and martyred at rates that are exceeding what has been seen in generations and years past. We've come to this event horizon and there's no turning back. You can't put your head in the sand like Jason was saying. We don't have the opportunity to wish this away. We can either confront, acquiesce, or die. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, we need to, and we've been saying this for a while, we need to come to a place and individually, as a family. Where is your line in the sand? You know, look into Australia. They're taking people who are not buying into the over of the COVID pandemic. They're arresting them. They're taking them away. They're silencing them, you know. And what's happening is happening happening in Spain, happening in Italy, you know, it's funny, uh, even Sweden, you know, they they just say, hey, listen, we didn't close anything down. And as far as we're concerned, there's nothing because our our country has been running perfectly. Nonetheless, at this point, we need to look at a global, we need to look nationally, we need to look in our backyards, and then we need to look at our family. What are we going to do when these are things that are approaching our doorstep? First and foremost, I'm just going to say this again, get the word out. Mm -hmm. Don't shrink back because the people that are projecting themselves are louder. That doesn't mean that they have more power
1: than you. I would contest before that stage, folks, hit your knees in prayer and develop some stinking discernment. More God. I mean, if people can't see what's happening because they lack discipline, spiritual discipline and discernment, pray for them. Pray that God imparts that on them. That's the way we spread this wildfire of faith and love and freedom. It's the only way you can conquer darkness, as we've said a million times, with light. So So more God. Hit your knees. A little more God. Well,
0: folks, I think that does it for this episode number 46.
1: (laughs) Have a good day, folks. Thank you
2: guys for listening. Info at Flawdink.com. Flawdink.com. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, We are on YouTube for now, hit the bell, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter for now. Mm. Uh, We're doing really well on Parler and Gab, Flawedcast, Flawedcast CLE, Flawed Inc, Flawed Inc, CLE, Inc.com. book hopefully will be coming out soon. Thank you guys for the support. We're asking you to share. Maybe you're afraid to speak. Maybe you don't know how to speak. Maybe you agree, but you don't know the best way to share with people. Please share this episode. This is how we get around the people that are trying Trying to block us, we are legitimately being blocked. A lot of our videos, a lot of our things are being skewed with our our number counts. I'm a number guy. It is what it is. And we need your help to get this message. If you understand, you may not agree with everything, but if you understand where we're coming from and you have a commonality with us to try to save this union, to hold back the forces of darkness, then please join with us, share this, and get in the arena. Get in the arena, more guy.
1: Bring it regulators.
0: All along the watchtower Precious kept the you While all the wind...